I'll say that one more time. I want to welcome you guys to Connection Church Pooler. That's awesome, right? So, all right, so listen, we, um, my wife and I moved to um, Pooler a year and a half ago, uh, about April of 2016. And, um, you know, Connection has had such a huge impact on mine and my wife's life. Um, and and I, I, could, I could tell story after story after story of, 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 of from our life and from the people of the, li- the lives of the people that we know. Um, and I could just go on and on and on and, and I could just tell you all that stuff. And, but, but I want to I share some things with you tonight because um, I want to tell you why we're here. Um, and I know it's, it's getting to a point where in the evening where your, your, your attention span gets kind of low. So I want you to, I want to kind of bring you back in for a second to, to talk about what we're doing here and why we're doing this. Because it's, and we talked about vision a second ago with Brandon. We talked about our mission statement, all those things. But why do we do those things? What's the point? Because I love application. People can tell me what to do all the time, but when somebody said, tells me what to do, I want to know how to do it. I want to know the steps that I need to take to get to that point, to that goal. And um, Brandon and um, the staff at Connection Church and the leadership there has done a great job in doing that in my life. And my heart for this church, my heart for this campus in Pooler is to be able to steward us in that same way, to put us on that mission and the vision that God has given us as a church. And so if you guys would give me just a little bit of time, no laughing, but just a little bit of time, I promise you, um, I promise you I'll show you how to do that, I hope. So back in October, um, we, had a, we had a meeting. It was, a, it was October, the, the, I think it was the 15th or the 16th, and we talked about what we're doing. And we met in, in, in Carson's Karate School with the punching bags and the swords and the nunchucks. It was really awesome. So we don't have any nunchucks in here, but it's still really cool here. And um, so, and, you know, and even, even the school right here, guys, is a move of God. Um, just to kind of give you an, uh, an understanding of that, we didn't have this building secured until yesterday about 5 o'clock. Okay, God is moving in Pooler, and he wants to do some cool things here. So um, I'm on a tangent, sorry. So November comes, and we want to talk about how we're going to do it. So we talked about community. We talked about how important connect groups are. We talked about all those things. And so today I want to talk about the why. We talked about that a second. I want to talk about the why. The last thing I want to do, the last thing we want to do as a church, as a, as a leadership team in our church, is to, is to start another church in a town that's already saturated with churches and has a lot of churches around around every corner. There's a, there's a, there's a stretch of highway on um, Highway 80 that's it's two miles long, and it has seven or eight churches on it. That's not our goal, it's just to start another church. We want to start something that moves people into action action steps to get you out of your seat into the community to affect it for the gospel, for the kingdom. That's our heart. We want, to, we want something that puts people on mission for the gospel, not something that you come to, but something that you can be a part of and that becomes part of you. That's our heart for, for this. That's our heart for, for Connection Church and Pooler. And, you know, and if you look, if you look throughout Scripture, you'll see that's what happened to the disciples. What Christ did in their life put them on mission where it changed their life to a point where they ended up giving their life for the gospel, for the kingdom, for kingdom work. And so my heart for us tonight is to be able to do that together. So I want to pray, and then we'll get, on, we'll get going here. So, Father, we love you. I thank you so much for your faithfulness, God. Uh, I'm just so honored to be um, here tonight, God, and just to, just to witness your faithfulness firsthand, God, um, for something that just started out as a dream and as a vision, God, that's something that's tangible and that I can touch, that we can see and that we, can, that we can just be a part of, God, it's just such an honor. We're so thankful for you, God. I pray tonight that you would just come up and just, uh, just, to, just to infiltrate our lives, God, with your Holy Spirit. Do something in our hearts tonight, God. If there's someone here tonight that is far from you, Father, I, bring the, I pray that you would bring them close tonight. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
All right, so Brandon touched on this, the vision. What, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm a tell-me-like-it-is kind of guy. I want, I want to know the definitions of things because I'm a little bit nerdy in those areas. But what is a vision? And so I looked it up, and a vision is basically a vivid mental image, something that you can see, almost touch, a vivid mental, mental image, especially one that's for the future. Y'all, got, y'all with me on this? One that's for the future. And a mission is something, it's an important assignment to carry out. Okay, those two things, and I, and I think about those two things for our mission and our vision, that brings it that brings life to it for me. A vivid, a vivid image shows me to go out and, and to connect, connect people to a growing relationship with Jesus. Okay, I know how to do that now. That puts an image in my head of how I should live my life. And if you look to Scripture in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, it gives us the greatest commission and the vision of all time, man. It says this, it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. At this point, that's where I would stop and say, okay, I'm listening to this guy because he has all authority in every location in the universe. So I'm going to listen to what he says. After he says this, he says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And so many times, in so many places, in so many churches, I see this as just a memory verse, and I don't see this as action steps. Right, and so my heart for us tonight is to that we would we would hear these words we would hear these words from Scripture and we would put them on our feet we would walk it out in our lives every day because I promise you one thing is we'll never accidentally end up to where God wants us to be, never end up to that point. We have to be intentional in our pursuit of God's mission and vision in our life. It has to be that way because any man or any woman in this room or in this community without a vision or a mission or a direction in life. Is, is, a, is a man or a woman without purpose or direction. And so my heart that's not is that, is that they were able to do that. And so if you look in Proverbs um, chapter 29, 18, it talks about this. It says, where there's no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. And this is not going to be on the screen for you, but um, I don't do this very often, but the message really brings out the meaning of this to me. It says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. Isn't that true? It says then, it says, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. So my heart for this is that we attend to what God has put before us. Because God, what he's done for us, is put a, he's drawn a line in the sand for us. He keeps giving us chances and chances and chances and says, this is my, this is my will and my vision, my mission for your life. Now, what are you going to do with that? And so tonight, I, I, want us to be, I want us to call into action, you guys and, and us as a church, to go and move this community for Christ. Because one of the, I think one of the, the greatest quotes that I've heard on this is, is from David Jeremiah. He says, the only way the corporate body of Christ will fulfill the mission of Christ has given us is for individual Christians to have a vision for fulfilling that mission personally. And so what I'm saying in this is what I said earlier, what Brandon has said, is we're not, we don't want something from you. We don't want something. We don't want you to come to this and, a, and be a 10 church. We want you to be a part of something. We want to be on a movement with you together, moving in one direction for the kingdom, building the kingdom where we're at, where you're standing at, planting your feet in that area. Because until it becomes personal to you, it, it, it's not going to work out that like it should. And it's, it's important that we understand that. Because our goal at Connection Church will never, ever, ever be to have a huge church full of, of observers. We want to have a church full of participators in the gospel, 
in the kingdom to move and to act in the way that, 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 that that's the way that he's called us to do. And so that's why we're planting a church. And that is why we're planting a church in, 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 in a campus in Pooler of Connection Church. And so the four things that I want to I share with you really quick, four things, is, is four reasons why. So I started praying, like, why do you want us to do this? Or what's the point of us being here in, in the midst of all the, this community to plant this church? And the first thing I feel like God really poured into my heart, he says, because I led you to because God led us to, because God led Connection Church to Pooler. He led us to this point. The, this, the last year and a half, guys, has been nothing short of amazing. I can sit with you for two or three hours and tell you story after story after story of what God's done in my, mine and my wife's life and the people in our Connect group. Whenever we started, it was Savannah and myself, Savannah's my wife, and Carson and Kelly from the video. And we, met, we met at Cheddar's and had, um, had dinner, and Carson ate them out of house and home. We had to go somewhere else to have dessert. And so my point is that we need to understand that God, this is not something that we've created. It's something that God has put us on and he's doing. It's something that is, it's his plan and his way. And so the, the biggest thing we've tried to do, and it's something that I would encourage you to do also in your, in your personal life, is, is to listen to God and do what he says. That's something that Brandon preaches from the stage weekly, is to listen to God and do what he says, and you'll see him move in mighty ways. Um, the ways that, you, is, is, that, will, that will amaze you. It, it kind of brings Proverbs 3 to life where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. That's what it's about. Submit to him. Follow him in all your ways. And so n the number two reason, because God loves people. We're here because God loves people. It says in Romans 5, 8, it says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. When we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let that roll over your mind for a second. While we were still stuck in our sin, Christ came and died for us. That's true love. That, should, that tells me that God loves people still to this day. And while God's still loving people, that means we need to love people. People need to know that God loves them. And somebody needs to tell them that's us, right? Somebody, people need to experience the love of Christ. People need to show them. That's us. We need to show them the love of Christ. And people need to be raised up to love others and other people in the same way that we're supposed to love others. So we need to be loving people and raising up people that love people and that are pouring into other people, into this community, and bringing them to the Lord. Because that's what it's about. Acts 2, Brandon just talked about it a second ago. Um, and I want to read it. And on Acts 2, 42 through 47, it says this. And I know some of them... People in here are, are kind of having a hard time with this verse. We've read this a thousand times. But it says, this says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and, everything, and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So these people, up in verse 40 and 41, they were convicted by the Holy Spirit. They responded in repentance, and they were obedient in community. And then the church grew because they were obedient. And so tonight, I want to share that with you, is that, you know, our mission at Connection is to connect people to a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We believe the best way that you can do that is in community. My third point is that people need community. It's important to understand that, that, that the cultures of, the, of our Connect groups are growth, care, and mission. I, I believe with all my heart that if you're in a group full of people who are caring about your growth, who are caring about you, 
and who are wanting to put you on mission and, and going on mission with you, it's impossible for you not to grow, I think. It's my opinion. I, I, I believe that with all my heart. The absolute best place to experience that kind of growth is your, in, in your walk is with Jesus. And Jesus is healthy community. Without community, it's easy to become a casualty or a statistic of your own sin and become irrelevant to the world. And that's the last thing we want. We want to see you guys on mission for Christ. We want to see our church growing in our faith and, and completely serving him. And the last thing I want to say tonight, number four, is this. The, the last and the most important reason that we want to be here in Pool, we feel like God's called us here, is because people still need to hear the gospel. People still need to hear the gospel. And, I, and he's going to laugh, but every, one of the greatest quotes I've heard about this is when Justin Dykes was preaching in, 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 at the karate school, and he said, as long as there's more people out there than there are in here, we have work to do. And it's so simple, but it's so great and so huge. Because tonight, guys, before people can get into true Christian communion, they need to hear and to respond to the gospel, to respond. We've heard the gospel a thousand times in a thousand different ways and twisted and turned in different ways to try to pull responses out of people. But the gospel is simple. The gospel is direct. The gospel is love, and the gospel is awesome. And we need to respond to that if we haven't already. In just a second, I'm going to give you a chance to do that because, you know, the, I think the best way that I can describe the gospel to you guys in the simplest way is Jesus in my place. Jesus in my place. One of the reasons we're here is to let people know that Jesus came and died for us, came and died for the people out there. He took our punishment. He took our shame. He took our cross so that I could join him in a free gift of salvation and eternal life and to walk with him step by step through all eternity. That's important. Um, Luke 15, Brandon talked about this a second ago, and this was a verse that I wanted to share with you. Is this, it says, in verses 3 through 7, it says, Then Jesus told his parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. That's what it's about. What I love about Connection Church is when someone comes to Christ, when someone goes from death to life in Jesus, there's a celebration. People, people go crazy. People clap their hands. They, they, they fire up for you. Because that's what I love about this church is it's for you. They're for, people in this room are for you. They want to see you be successful in your walk with Christ. They want to see your life change. They want to help you and hold you accountable and love you and encourage you on your path to righteousness, on your path to Christ. And so tonight, guys, you know, I need you to understand that Jesus came and pursued us even when we were sinners. We need to hear that because when we were still in our sin, he came. That's what love is. That's a perfect example of what love is. And he could, because he did that, because it's something we can never do. We can never get to him in our own ability. We can never get to him in our own trying, in our own efforts, in our own abilities, in, our, in the, the, the trying over and over and over again. In our sin, guys, when we're hiding in our sins, and you know, who we, you know what this feels like because we're humans in here. When we're in our sins, we, we run, we hide, we try to hide ourselves. But, but Jesus is saying, I made a way for you. You don't have to hide. You don't have to run away. I made a way for you to come to me. The Bible says in Acts 4, it says that there's no other name under heaven by which you must be saved. No other name. There's no other way than Jesus. And tonight, that is why we're here. 
That's why we're here, because Jesus made a way for us to come to him. Whether we accept that is a different thing. So tonight, I want to ask you, you know, we're just getting started. This is a vision meeting, but we're going to present the gospel here, and we're going to talk about Jesus until, you know, until forever. <laughs> so I need to hear, I need y'all to hear this. Are, are you that one tonight that Jesus went after? Left the 99 to go after that one. Are you that one tonight? Are you that one person? If you are, you know who you are because the Holy Spirit is working in your heart to pull that out of you, to pull the pride and the, and the things out of you that may be stopping you from coming to Him. You may be the one that has never really truly committed to Christ. You may know some Bible verses. You may have come to church. You may do this and you may do some good things, but you never truly committed your life to Christ and said, God, I surrender. Are you the one that's been running and you know it's time to give up, time to stop running and lose, and lose that control and give it to Christ? Give it over to Him. Is that you tonight? Or you might be the one that's strayed away from God. You just need some prayer. Maybe you're scared of losing control. Control is a big thing, especially in my life. Losing control is scary, right? It's important that we understand, guys, that Jesus wants to take you by the hand and tell you He loves you and He died for you. There's nothing to be scared of. So the night is that you. We want to walk with you in that decision. So that's you tonight. We, we ask you to do some bold things in connection because we want to celebrate with you. And if, that, if that's you, if you've never turned your life over to Jesus tonight and, that, and that's what you want to do, we want to just ask you to slip your hand in there and we want to pray with you. We want to lead you in that path to follow Christ. If it's anybody here tonight, I just want you to take a bold step and, and raise your hand. And we'll walk with you the rest of the way. And we'll take you the rest of the way. Is that anybody tonight? I can't see there's a lot of light in my face. Okay. Well, one thing I do know is we serve a God who's always passionately pursued people. Always. He's passionately pursued people. And we want you to, and we want to join him in this. We want to be on mission where he's working and moving. And we believe Pooler has been placed on our hearts for that reason. We believe that with all our heart. We know that confident of that. You are a confirmation of that. Uh, I, I was sitting in the back a second ago. I, 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 I really got nervous because I'm like, am I going to be able to talk? Because I started like crying. I was like, man, God, you're so faithful. The things you've brought me from and through and just, I mean, it's crazy. God is so faithful. And you are a testimony of that. And guys, we want you to join us in that. And so we believe God wants to do something crazy in this town, in this community, in this county. And if you don't have a church home or you're looking for somebody, if you're, if you're here tonight, it, it, it tells me that you're either interested or you're just coming to check things out. And if that's you, that's awesome. But we would love to have you to join us on this and to, to get involved in the Connect Group, to get involved in serving, to just get involved in this community of people. Because one thing I do want to tell you is that if you get involved in a Connect Group, it's hard for you not to, get, to be in after that. Because when you're in a Connect Group, you're going to find some people who love you who want to see you grow in your faith, who want to see you become who Christ has called you to be. And so tonight, if you want to do that, we'd love for you to do that. We'd love for you to visit our next steps table to fill out the tear-off portion of your, of your announcement card. Um, so if you also, on that card, there should be, a, should be a website on there. You can see some more information as well. But um, if you have any questions, you can see somebody in a blue shirt, and they'll be able to answer anything you want to ask, I promise. Any about predestination or anything, ask them about that. They should be able to tell you. 
Um, and, so, um, and so that should be good. But uh, we're going to be here next week at 6 o'clock. Who's excited about that? And guess what? We're going to be here the next week and then the next week and then the next week. And so unless, unless something crazy happens. But uh, we would love to see you back here. We would love to see every single person here back next week. I'm going to pray for us, and then you guys can go and um, go to the Next Steps table or, or talk or hang out or whatever. I'm going to pray for us. God, we love you. God, you're so faithful. I'm so honored to call you Savior. I'm so honored to call you Father. I'm so honored just to be in your presence tonight with these people. God, I pray that you would just do great and mighty things in this place. God, I pray this community would never be the same because of the things you want to do through Connection Church Pooler. God, I pray that you would just save souls, that you, you would just bring people close to you who are far away. God, I pray for the communities and the, and the, the apartments and the, and the people around this building, God, that they would just, um, just be brought near to this place and be able to, um, just to be able to come into a relationship with you, Jesus. We love you. We're so grateful. We're so honored, God. You're so faithful. We just ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. See you guys next week. Six o'clock.